The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning, friends, and welcome back as we take a few minutes together out of our day uh, to look into God's Word. We're glad you're with us and watching this. Uh, as you know, you can watch this on our on Grace Baptist Church's YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch this on the church's Facebook page. You can watch it on my personal Facebook page. You can also get the audio version of this on Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon TuneIn, places like that. Uh, You can go listen to the audio version. If you're looking for the audio version, it's entitled Source of Truth Podcast. And look it up and uh, you'll see the logo. And uh, and it has all of the the stuff we've put up in video format and audio format. We're in Matthew chapter 10 as we continue. Yesterday we started with the conversation of Jesus sending out his, at that time was 12 disciples. We, we refer to them now as the apostles, as they're a very specific group of 12 men that were sent out, in this case sent out for a reason. Yesterday he gave them some basic instructions on how to enter, what to expect, um, how to, you know, how are they going to take care of themselves, things of that nature. Um, what happens if a city or a town rejects them? What steps do they take? Well, today he's going to explain to them that what they're doing, as great as it is, as wonderful as it is, as called and empowered by God as it is, it's going to come with its battles. There is this thinking in some scenarios that I believe is wrong, that if we serve God, our life would be free of problems, our life would be free of grief, our life would be free of anything that would be conflict. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not even talking about everyday life like diseases and, and financial problems. I'm saying that people would love us and people come around, there'd be nobody. I've learned in my time that, that Satan can use people to bring discouragement in the greatest way. Sometimes it's the obvious from outside. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it comes from one of the least most expected circumstances. But please remember, in First Peter we're told, do not think it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try it as though some strange thing happened to you. And Timothy, he told, Paul told Timothy, endure hardness as a good soldier. The premise is this, don't be surprised. The church has been known to go through battles, and if you serve God, Satan will fight. Now, that doesn't mean you get excited about that. It just means that when you find yourself in it, recognize uh, that God is aware, and God will use it. Let's look at verse 16. He gives some instructions and some promises in these verses about what's going to happen. In verse 16 of chapter 10, he says, behold, I send you out as sheep, in the midst of wolves, therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Simply, he says, I'm sending you out. Sheep are one of the most uh, helpless and least dangerous out there. What he's saying is I'm sending you out there not as an aggressor. I'm not sending you out as somebody who's out there to attack. I'm sending you out as somebody who is harmless and frankly has minimal defenses. Generally, you'd need a shepherd to protect the sheep from the wolves, he's saying. So I'm sending you out, not as one to go be an aggressor attack. I'm sending you as one who is a bit harmless, also a bit unprotected, and you're just going to have to trust me in those circumstances. Therefore, be wise as serpent, harmless as stuff. So serpent is wise. They, they take time to listen. They wait for if they need to attack. They take the right time. They hide. There, there's just a lot of things talking about that wisdom. The simple point is, as you move out, be wise. Don't ignore the things that are happening. Don't pretend like things aren't happening. Don't overreact when things happen and, and, and go back and attack. And don't ever look at it, any of it as being a victim. All right? this, is, 
This is what God's doing. This is life. We, we can't live in victim. We, if, we're right, you know, if we're not right with God and this is a result of sin, deal with it. But if we're right with God and this is just what God's allowing, then we need to give it to him and, and not walk around saying, oh, woe is me. We, just, we need to move forward. So why is a serpent? But then he says, harmless as doves. You know, again, he goes to another animal that is quite harmless. So we're to be wise uh, and gentle as we deal with the things that happen. As we, you know, if we're wise and we have to do with something, we need to be harmless. We need to be gentle. We need to do everything we can to be as gracious uh, to the circumstance so it can be dealt with. Gold is reconciliation at every time until it can't happen, but it's never, ever about defending or fighting back in any case. And he says in verse 17, Beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. Uh, so he simply says, don't be aware of certain men. Some men will use this, some men will not like what you're doing, and they will bring you up against governors and religious leaders. And by the way, go into the book of Acts, you're going to find this happened. Uh, you're going to find there was great persecution to these men and the churches that they were planning in that time. Uh, he says in verse 19, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak. For it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. So it says, when these things happen, don't prepare. Don't try to figure out what to do. Don't try to find a defense. He said, listen, in the time when these things happen, and they will, uh, don't try to figure it out. Just wait, spend some time, and wait for God to give direction when these things happen. It's the Holy Spirit that leads. This is why, I know we speaking to apostles here, and yes, there's a list of things that the apostles went through that other people did not. So some of these things, specifically in that scenario, may not happen to us. Although when we get to the tribulation period, as a church, I don't believe we'll be there, but in the tribulation period, those who get saved in that time will endure this, and we'll talk about this in a second, aggressively. Uh, but the key is this, that uh, the simple principle we pull from this is that this is important to, what does the Word of God say? Prayer, walking with, it's important that you are filled, not just, we know the Holy Spirit dwells in us, but is He empowering us? Does He fill us? And that's what we're looking for. And if He fills us, then in the time and the need, if we're following Him, He will give us what we need to say in the time. Then he says in verse 21, Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated for all my, for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. When, the, when they persecute you in the city, flee to another. For assuredly I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities uh, of Israel before the Son of Man come. So he's talking about just, it even gets to the point where families. Now we say this will be excessively aggressive. We see a lot of this in the tribulation period because in that case, if you want to live, you may have to give up family. That's going to be aggressive, but he said this stuff's going to happen. Uh, he, and, the, and I believe that phrase, he that endures the end should be saved, speaking of the tribulation period as they come to the end. I don't believe that is a phrase dealing with the idea that um, we'll gain salvation just by making it through. Salvation is by grace alone and faith in Jesus. Uh, but we will make it through. If you continue to endure, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't back off. Don't give up just because things get complicated, and they will keep moving forward. Then he says in verse 24, disciple... It's not above his teacher, nor servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, which they did call Jesus, they called him, he was the head. He, was, he taught people by Beelzebub. He, he cast people out by demons, by the head of it. If they call him Beelzebub, how much more will they call this of his household? Therefore, do not fear them, for there's nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. So the simple point is, when all of these things happen, don't be afraid. Don't be consumed. 
uh, a lot of times uh, we, would, we look at this and say, but we can't ignore an injustice. And that's a very good point. You don't want to ignore. It's hard, but sometimes you do. Sometimes you just have to embrace the fact that this, you know, we don't, you know, let me give you this point. I've asked this question before. Uh, do we think life is fair? Do we think God is fair? And I would say God is just, God is holy, God is merciful, God is gracious. I don't think God is fair. What do you mean by that? Well, because it is not fair that Jesus would have to be placed on the cross as a perfect man to die for the sins of people, many of whom will never even accept him. That's not fair. The Bible says we get grace, God giving us something we don't deserve. The grace of God that gives us salvation is not fair. We live a life of sin. God gives us a place in heaven that we cannot earn. We don't deserve, but God gives it to us. The whole premise of grace is not fair, if you look at it that way. So the idea that if I follow God, he'll make things fair in my life, that is not scriptural. So what we have to look at is we have to recognize that these things are going to happen. Don't, don't fear them. Don't be afraid of them. He said there's nothing covered that will not be revealed. They're going to try and make it look like it's no big deal. They're going to cover it. It may not happen right away, but at some point it will be made known, and that, that's for God to take care of. So the key is when you hit persecution, when things come your way and you say, what's going on? Keep moving forward. Deal with it wisely. Don't ignore it. There are biblical principles to how to deal with certain circumstances, but don't be consumed by them. Don't be overwhelmed by them and trust that God's got a plan and he will use it uh, for your good and his glory. Thanks again for joining us today, giving me a chance to speak into your life and into your Christian journey. Hope it's an encouragement. Uh, stick with us as we continue through the study in Matthew, and we look forward to uh, continuing together and just walking through this journey in the life of Christ. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.